We've got some hey, fresh I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit before. podcast. So how do businesses and creators like us who did not cheat with hacks and tactics and don't want to be stuck in the content wheel of death, how do we build a modern media team and profit from our content? In this creator's economy, pre-filled templates and content calendars have become the solution for those that are not willing to put in the work and build a real business. Those that get rewarded are the ones that create and control their own processes. Content can be a distraction or your biggest lever. Here, you learn to develop the systems to create consistently, build trust with your audience, and get the attention of those that are willing to give you money. Let's go! Feel... If this resonated, guys, go to contentisprofit.com and get started today and join the community. That is right. My one question is, why are you deviating from the script, huh? I know. There is a script right there. You got to read it. I don't know. Hey, Fonzie, second time we do this, okay? Second time. Second time with a brand new intro. Let us know. Just drop a fire emoji or send a fire emoji to our DM if you like the new mm -hmm. intro. That being said, today we have an incredible guest and really good friend. And we're going to be talking all about lessons from seven and eight figure entrepreneurs Ooh. maybe even some nine figure entrepreneurs out there this is so good Ooh, hashtag know. juicy juicy but before we get started fancy do we have a sponsor today indeed we do and thank you for asking good you're sir. welcome good sir today's sponsor <laughs> is your own the biz bros with content momentum what is content momentum if you produce a long form piece of content just like this one that you're watching or listening hold on we hold can on. turn it why into are you deviating from the script i'm just gonna say I, it out loud i'm doing this <laughs> <laughs> from memory we can multi-purpose your content and help you turn it into profit Checkling, checkling. All right, go ahead and follow the show, guys, because every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday is dropping on your favorite platform with incredible lessons and action points for you to actually take action. That is right. And if you want to just subscribe too, if you want to hear two brothers go at it and throw rocks at each other, just like today. <laughs> also, we're on fire. <laughs> if today's guest helps you move one step closer to your goal, please don't forget to share this episode because you might be doing the exact same thing for somebody else. And please don't forget to leave some feedback. Leave a review, five stars, one star, whatever it is. We take all those reviews and try to make this show better. So, thank you. It's Friday and it's time for another incredible guest. Today, we bring one of the first people to ever interview us in their podcast. A really good friend, an up-and-coming game-changer entrepreneur. You better don't sleep on this guy. His drive and ambition are going to feed your soul, baby. He's just 21 years old and he just published the first book. His first book. Decades in days. We got it right Let's here. Go. How impressive is that, huh? Today's guest has focused his attention in teaching others how to properly implement the Dream 100 strategy. He's the host of interviews with entrepreneurs in which he has interviewed seven and eight figures entrepreneurs for an entire year. Hmm. Can't wait to learn more. Please welcome author of Decades in Days, host of interviews with entrepreneurs, and Really good friend, RJ Amen. What's up, RJ? Thank you so much, guys, for having me. I'm super, super excited. Thank you so much. Dude, by the way, I got to throw this out there. You are joining us from the other side of the world. 
right? I mean, it's, it's 9.20 yeah. p.m. where you are right now. Thank you so much for the commitment, man, the passion. We absolutely love it. Can you share with people, wh where are you tuning in from? Yeah, I'm in Pakistan right now, and it's 9.30 p.m. at the moment. But yeah, I'm a night owl. I love to work at night. So, yeah. That's amazing. That's a commitment right there, people. You, you know, RJ, what I love about you, man, is like, there's literally no excuse, right? Like, we could be anywhere in the yeah. world, and you were making it happen. And mm -hmm. uh, and that was one of the highlights that when we first met you, right? Like, uh, we, we were on your show, so thank you so much for that incredible experience, right? Because we, we can talk about experience just in, in a little bit. Uh, but we were like, man, like, 21, published author... At 20, you release your Chrome, your Chrome extension, yeah. like have these incredible conversations with amazing entrepreneurs. Your drive is incredible and you, you just make it happen. You were also part of our 45 live challenge, man. Like I love the fact that you were in there as well, you know, grinding it out with all of us. Yeah. And, uh, and dude, I, I am so incredible honored to, to be part of this book for, for those who who don't know what we're talking about, the link is right below. The book is called Decades in Days, right here. Yep. These will save you decades on, you know, whatever you're doing on your entrepreneurial journey. There's incredible lessons in there from all entrepreneurs. And I'm just going to put yep. a plug in there. We are in the book. So yeah, go, thank you, RJ. Go get the book <laughs> yeah. and then grab a bookmark and put it on page 97. That's what we are, guys. That's what we are. <laughs> we should just do a share that says big 97, right? Yeah, page 97. Uh, yeah, page 97. Dude, RJ, um, for those who are not familiar with you or your show, do you want to tell us a little bit of, you know, where was the yeah. show born? Why you started this, you know, so young too, which by the way, like, I can't wait to see where this is going to go. Uh, but would you want to share a little bit of your yeah. entrepreneurial journey with us? Sure. So if people really don't know, know about me, I'm born and raised in Saudi Arabia. So I spent my whole life over there. Uh, and uh, I lived there for almost like 18 years. So the people who are living in the Middle East, they... They love their nine-to-five job. They're not into entrepreneurship. They are so in soccer a lot because, again, <laughs> that's a Middle East country. So uh, so I had the exact same kind of a mindset out there that, hey, you know, I'm going to get my degree. I'm going to get a job. That's going to be the same life. Okay, I'm going to do it. So I was teaching tuition that my mother was making $100 a month. But I was actually spending that money in like PlayStation and games, you know, FIFA PES, you know, footballs. So these type of things out there. So I never focused on any sort of asset or nothing like that. Zero plan for it. In 2017, I moved to Pakistan for the very first time. So it was like I landed on Mars, kind of like completely different environment, different people who were living over here. So it was kind of hard in the initial start. So when I finished my college, I didn't got myself admission in the university. So... When you're in the, living in an Asian family out there, there are like huge things coming up, like comparisons. Uh, your cousins are getting admission. You're not getting admission at all. Mm. I was typically free for six months, you know, so so many months and so many other things. So during that period of time, I was actually scrolling through Facebook and then I saw an ad of Shopify. So mm. I got a little bit more interest out there, like, oh, okay, what Shopify is? Let's see. I had a bit of an idea, but never, you know, gone through a lot. So I went on YouTube, did a search, saw what Shopify is, went on, used, started to use my trial, and I was building my store right right away. And then I thought about, okay, how can I get paid? Mm. Because in Pakistan, we don't have Stripe, we don't have PayPal, we don't have any other sort of like payment gateway that we can use to get paid. And yeah. we as an entrepreneur have to get paid for our values that we are providing to our people. Yeah, absolutely. So that was a, a kind of a challenge out there in the initial point. And I don't want it to play the role of a victim mentality. I don't want it to be like, hey, let's say if I'm in Pakistan, let's say if I don't have this, let's say it's harder for me. Like, What I'm thinking about is 
it's kind of achievable people have already done that so location doesn't matter it's going to be a bit harder but it is achievable yeah so i went on youtube again and i searched in a video like how to create stripe for non us citizen there's a guy named sebastian gomez he's from costa rica and he talked about how to build stripe and everything out there i went on the cost of formation of llc in us was 126 dollars at the moment yeah so i had 126 dollar almost as a saving because in, in pakistan i wasn't working i had just saving amount that's it yeah but i was like okay i'm going to use my money so it means like if it's happened that's cool if it doesn't then let's see the consequence because for any person who is starting out young i don't suggest them to take money from their parents because mm. i don't believe that is a positive pressure on you that is kind of a negative pressure because now yeah. uh, there is yeah. a lot of negative things gonna come to you so try to figure out everything on your own and see like what are the other possible ways so i went on i paid for the llc i got the ean finally i got the stripe i was like oh finally the stripe is done Yeah. and then later on i was working on the store back again and then i was like i don't have any funds i would want to have money for like subscriptions for fulfillments for ads i don't have any of that money so i went on instagram i did a post on instagram out there that hey if anyone is willing to invest in my company let me know so there were few of my friends who were also uh, my students as well so they reached out to me and they explained me the whole process i was like hey we're going to make a lot of money let's do it so they invested uh, around 200 dollars for yeah. 30% equity of the company around 30000 rupees so pretty good for a person who is like 18 years old and uh, don't have that much money so that was pretty good and at the time of black friday in 2018 i launched my store and uh, if people know about ecom and black friday it's like biggest biggest week out there for ecom itself people yeah. are making so much money and uh when we are starting out we are watching these uh gurus with lambos that talking about you're going to make like six figures a week seven figures <laughs> a week i'm going i was like okay i'm going to do it it's going to happen like this and i'm going to make six figures a week but it's not you know it, there is a process you have to do yeah. and it takes mm. time not happens like instant people thinks about it's going to happen like this because of the influencers they're actually following that they are believing like hey it's going to happen this fast yeah absolutely you know they yeah. they're creating that message to those people that is why they're assuming that so mm. when i launched my store nothing worked wrong product wrong targeting wrong offer nothing was actually working and i was like oh my god why it's not working so i was super frustrated at that point so i was actually selling to my friends and family members and this is this but i don't consider it as my sale because a sale is something when you're selling to someone who is unknown to you in the initial start mm. later on he becomes your customer or your prospect or friend or whatever it is in the initial start he was unknown So I was like no that's not my sale at all. So later on when I was scrolling again through Instagram that is a kind of a coincidence during that part a lot of marketers talking about the concept of funnels sales funnels and this and that. I was yeah. like what is a funnel like is it like using for water tank oil tank like what is it actually? Yeah. So I was super confused but it was absolute timing out there. I saw a post on Instagram that it was something like this guy have made over 3 million dollars in 90 minutes Russell Brunson co-founder of ClickFunnels. I was like okay Russell is the only guy actually at the moment I can relate what Farnas is. Mm. So I went back on YouTube uh, rather than like just trying to figure out on my own. I went on YouTube, I searched more about ClickFunnels and Russell and saw his presentation which he did in a tenx growth conference out there at that moment which was crazy. So then on January 2019 I joined ClickFunnels under Paul Motley. So Paul is a uh, ClickFunnels dream car winner right now, awesome person out there and he was a very first guy I got in a call with a person who had native english yeah so english is not my language so yeah. and the people who don't have english as their first language the biggest objection they have 
they have kind they think like they are able to speak english but they have confidence stuck in their head that's it yeah. they are unable to speak so i was on that exact same point as well i was like but i have to do it so i was just like barely speaking with him and he was super kind super awesome he helped me out a bit but i was on the trial and clickfunnels is 97 dollars a month uh, yeah. on the basic plan which is around 15000 rupees which is almost i pay for a month for my hostel dues mm. so being a student when i'm actually not making money and i have like kind of some pe- uh, some money as an investment i had i was like oh my god it is expensive at the moment but i i got on a call with clickfunnels retention team guy his name is naiko a uh, super awesome guy he extended my trial for 2 months yeah. so i had two months now i was like okay let me do something now because the main intention for me to even getting into clickfunnels was to promoting it as an affiliate marketer so yeah. i wanted to promote it as an affiliate marketer out there and i was like these people are making orange bars i'm not getting any of these orange bars or commissions is that even work is that a scam like i was like super frustrated during that time so yeah. even in those two months i didn't make any money and the trial everything ended but i was like okay i'm not going to cancel my account let me pause it i'm going to get back to it again by unpausing that account again so after that on march 9th there was a guy who needed a facebook ads course i was like hey man i'm your guy let's talk about it so yeah. i got in a call with him i was in a hostel at that moment as well i explained them the process i was like hey i'm going to give you this facebook ads course for free as a bonus if you sign up for one funnel away challenge yeah i was like ah oh, you know that's a pretty good deal and he hung up the phone and uh, within 5 minutes he bought one from our way challenge and I, i made my first 100 dollars and i was uh-huh. like bam out of the world i was like oh my god this works first thing second thing which was like is this is really working third thing was like i made a money in a day that i spent in a whole month yeah so what was kind of like breaking my false belief that okay if i can make 100 dollars a day i can make 200 dollars 500 dollars even 1000 dollars a day as well so it is possible now yeah. i was like ah it it works it really works so for that uh, th- uh for that exact same month it took me like i i did three sales it was 300 dollars for me nice for me it was pretty good it was 50000 rupees uh, a a medium medium person out there was like pretty much like experienced in their job get 50000 rupees pretty good wow. pretty yeah. good amount of money over there so i was like okay i got 50000 rupees out there then i started to learn okay what is value is and value is in exchange of helping other people out there it could be your time value money resources anything in order to help other people yeah. that is actually what value is yeah. people just talk about value 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 but they just don't simplify it so when i understood that process i was actually helping out a lot of people in clickfunnels group i was engaging with a lot of people out there if I, they had any questions i was helping them out so it took me the next 3 months to make my first 1000 dollars yeah so for me it was a huge milestone because now i'm really believing into this system and everything and uh, then it took me like the next 5 to 7 months uh, to make my first 10000 dollars and then how things started to transition pretty well into other things yeah Dude, wow I, I'm, yeah. i'm mind blown uh i just want to say you're the in person like impersonation what is it what impersonation impersonation of uh, impersonator of like the visual of hashtag table fits like you literally go out there and you like i i i want it i need it like i'm going to make it happen and i and you make it happen right like it's it's so incredible to see especially you know we it's not mm. often that that we've had people from from other countries yeah. uh you i think you're the, i mean and i know you're the first person from saudi arabia and pakistan that we have on the show right yeah. and it's like you know us being from a third world country right like we can relate yeah. right like we're from venezuela originally and uh you know literally 
all our life we've been having to go after the things that we want. We're like, we're just gonna make it happen. I like, you know, uh, in 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 tough times, in in good times, it doesn't matter. And I love that attitude, man, because the fact that and we yeah. understand currency, right? Same thing. Like, uh, you know, yeah. little dollars might go a long way in Venezuela with hyperinflation. So we understand that concept. And uh, and the fact that you're putting, you know, your money when you're where your mouth is. Is incredible because you're like I believe in this product, right? And I, I want to highlight that because sometimes as entrepreneurs we get out there and sometimes we have doubts about the things that mm. that, that we do, right? Not sometimes; it's pretty often. We're like, man, yeah. is this thing really working, right? Like, yeah. is my solution really working? Is it giving the results? Maybe sometimes we misjudge the results or we don't see things, you know, inside of our business, right? For example, we had a conversation a couple of days ago where we just realign perspective, right? Because we have objectives, we have goals, right? That sometimes we're going to fall yeah. short and that's fine. But sometimes we forget to look behind us of what just happened. So we literally went back and we we're like, okay, from 2018 to 19, what happened? Incredible progress, right? From 2019 to 2020, what happened? Incredible, like more than incredible, pro like we more than double yeah. sales, we hired yeah. teams. like, and, and sometimes we forget that, right? And we have to look back and, and do that. So the fact that you put that you are putting that effort in and you believe in your product and you're like, hey, this is this is making, I'm going to make it happen. And you did? Oh, so good. So yeah. Wait, I'm, before you, you go with the next questions, I got some some things I'm to not, share over here. Yeah, I just I was Dude, just want to share my excitement. RJ, again, so yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped up. I didn't know the extent of your story, if I'm being honest, right? I, like, I obviously, I, I knew that you're from Pakistan, bro, that you're a hard yeah. worker, an action taker, but I didn't know all these things that you went through. So number one, like my brother said, table face, go out there, ask for things, right? Build connections, right? Like how many people has claimed the 14 day trial of click funnels, mm. right? But how many people at the end of the 14 days have been like, Oh, well, you know, I didn't make it work. I I'm just going to either cancel it or not do it or just go immediately into the payment, right? Which is, I mean, ClickFunnels is a great platform. Again, guys, if, if you are not on ClickFunnels yet, go and check it out. Uh, we're going to leave some links in the description below. But RJ, you were like, you know what? I need more free time, more trial time to make this happen, right? This is my situation, my circumstances. And I'm not just going to let the circumstances take over. I'm going to control this thing right here and I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to take action. And you call them, you talk to them, and they extended the trial to yeah. two months, right? I think that is absolutely incredible. I'm sure they don't do that for everybody, but I'm sure they saw your drive. I saw that you were invested in the platform, in the community, and they gave you the opportunity, right? So when your actions are, you know, when your actions back up what you're saying and what you're asking, people are going to give you, are going to reward you with those things. So that's lesson number one right there. Then the next is leverage other people's knowledge, man. I mean, you did that so well. We, I mean, in the intro, we mentioned we are against those, the hacks and the tactics, right? And I know it's a very uh, sexy word in the, in the copywriting world, right? You put hacks and tactics in, in, yeah. in your headlines and people immediately click on them. So now... It's like, okay, well, guess what? We In the process, as we were growing, we fell for that as well, right? And it's because we were looking for the quick win yeah. every time. It's like, oh, what is that immediate gratification, that, that the quick win that we can get right now? And 
Honestly, what, it what takes What do we call work. it with Damon? The Lambo effect? The Lambo effect. Something <laughs> like that, yeah. and, and at the end of the day, yeah. it, it, it does take work. It does take commitment, consistency, right? And discipline. And But there is actually one shortcut, right? And that shortcut is actually reach out to the people that have done it and learn from them. And today in this Ooh. world that we live in, we have that tool, you know, at our fingertips is in the computer. Every, these people are producing content. They're writing books, right? Just like yours, decades in days, right? They, they have podcasts, they have YouTube channels, and we can literally have access to these people and their knowledge, right? We can leverage the 10,000 hours that they have put in to master something. We can go in and tap into that information immediately. So instead of focusing on the hacks and the tactics and like, oh, how do I just get this quick win? You went, how can I leverage somebody else's 10,000 hours and make it work for me and put in the work, right? And then the other thing that I love, you mentioned it at the beginning, but is dude, that no victim mentality. I love that, man. Because first yeah. of all, again, you're, you're in Pakistan and I was actually going to ask you, right? How, how much is $126? Like, what does that mean for somebody in Pakistan? $126 a month what would it be what would it mean for them 126 is around i believe like 25000 rupees that that's a pretty good amount of money out there uh, over here like some people who actually start out into the space in, in anything what they do let's say i heard uh, about one thing that a chartered accountant when they're becoming a chartered accountant they make 13000 rupees that is 80 wow. bucks wow nine to five job they're like full time and they're getting paid 80 bucks so a, a like two chartered accountants you're simple you know two chartered accounts are there yeah so that's, a, that's a salary that's there, a monthly salary of them there so, you go that's yeah. incredible yeah so i mean you know so much respect for this coming from from a country right that the monetary value is not as strong like in the u.s True. And you're playing U.S. prices and you're making it happen. You're like, you know what? There's no excuses. And the libel that went up in my head is people will pay for opportunities, right? And then yeah. it's, it's up to the, to the person, right, to take the action necessary to make it happen. And that's what I'm impressed about you, dude, that you, I mean, you're putting yourself... You, you're the definition of an entrepreneur, right? You're this person that takes uh, above average risk to you know fund your your business yeah. right and in the circumstance where you are for some people here in the u.s they might say like oh it's 126 bucks yeah well that's like a over a month salary in pakistan where you are right now crazy. it's yeah, insane so right yeah. so dude like that just blew my mind congrats there, there's so many lessons here in this short amount of time that we've been speaking that people can take in reflect on those and be like dude I need to take action like RJ has done it. So yeah. I know you had a question. Now you can go. Oh, th thank you. <laughs> thank you, Fonzie. Uh, no, RJ, like I'm very curious, right? Like obviously going along the theme of the, the book, right? Decades and Days. Like, uh, first of all, great title. Yes, uh, I love it. Yeah, I would have found this in my early days of, of this. And I'm like, yes, yeah. I, I want to I do this. So congrats on that. Now, I'm very thank curious so on 
why you started the platform, right? We talked about mm -hmm. the Dream 100. For those that are not yeah. familiar with the Dream 100, um, you know, is, is a strategy to build relationships basically and then link them to your business, right? We recently had Amanda Holmes in the in the show. Incredible. She's the CEO of the Ultimate Sales Machine, which Chet okay. Holmes was the one literally that brought this concept, you know, to market. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, go, go there. But you literally, you're implementing this strategy every single day with your publishing strategy all together, right? So why don't you walk us through the decision of actually starting your own show and platform, develop these relationships, and then what has been the benefit of it, right? Like, because for us, yeah, we also, you know, share the passion on the platform and the show. I think we use it a, just a tiny bit different than, than you maybe. I don't know, uh, but I'm assuming. But I would love to know your perspective and especially like on why you actually started, right? Because for some people out there, that might be a lot of work, right? The fact that, you know, create the show, the, the whole, you know, shebang, the whole structure, yeah. the assets, getting the guests, right? Like, <clears throat> obviously you have your own process, we have our process, but I'm very curious, like what motivated you to go there? Yeah, so that's a really good question. First thing, when I got to know about Dream 100, it was in One Funnel Away Challenge. So in 2019, when I actually joined One Funnel Away Challenge, I got to know about Dream 100 over there. Mm. I was like super interested what it actually was. I think the most common problem people face in Dream 100, they feel like they know what it is and they probably, they think like they understand it, but they really don't know how to implement it. Mm. So they don't know this implementation part and uh, it can be done in so many ways, actually. There are so many ways to do it. Yeah. So during that particular process when it really helped me to get a lot of interest onto it uh, my very first live and my very first actual interview not the part of the show was with Alex Elliott you know I did an yes. interview with her and that was the very first interview and if people haven't checked it out you can check it out probably on my YouTube channel on yeah. my Facebook group you can check it out anywhere but it was 4 a.m. I didn't have a camera I had one uh, Henry out there that you get with a PlayStation 4 okay that was one Henry that I got but I was like, okay, if I really don't publish right now, I don't think so. It, it's going to be possible because, you know, what actually happened is, is when someone is trying to do something that that person haven't achieved yet, they feel like there is a barrier of it. But mm -hmm. when they actually does it, then they're like, oh my God, that was achievable. Yeah. So that was the main thing. And the other objections I had in my mind was English is not my first language. So communicating with a native person uh, on that basis in an interview, it's kind of a different thing how you do actually in a coaching call or like in a call with someone. You're actually doing pretty much conversation. Yeah. Second objection I had in my mind was I don't look pretty on camera. That's funny, but... I will disagree on that, yeah, bro. Man. You look great, man. I will disagree on that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Like that was kind of an objection I had in my mind, but I was like, yeah. I still yeah. don't. No one really cares. The people who are going to create an objection for you to publish content are the people who are not even related to you in your marketplace. Mm. So when I started to get that point, I was like, I really don't care. Whoever says whatever, I'm going to just go and put that content up. So I did a few interviews, Alex Elliott and the other two to three interviews. And then I was like, why am I doing a Facebook live interviews? Russell talks about you have to have a distribution channel in Traffic Secrets. Mm -hmm. And even in, in general as well, like he said that you have to have your own distribution channel. So I was like, why am I doing like general Facebook live? What if I do a show? Let me do it with a show perspective. Absolutely. So I thought about, okay, I'm going to get my very first guest, Spencer Makeham. And if people really don't know who Spencer Makeham is, he's a seven figure affiliate marketer, like a million dollar affiliate. So I was actually like 
he like I still have that exact same amount of respect for Spencer what what it was when I started. So yeah. when I I was like following up, I was providing a lot of value, a lot of value, and I fa- finally reached out in his inbox, and I was like, hey man, I I'm starting my new show, or consider it my first show. I want you as my very first guest on the show itself. He was like, man, uh, I would love to be the part of it, but uh, it's the time of Funnel Hacking Live. It was Funnel Hacking Live time. Yeah. Last year, so he was like, let's wait for two months and let's go and do it. So I literally waited for two months, two and months. then there was a yeah, and then there was a traffic secrets launch came up at that moment. And I was like, hey, Spencer, like, if you give me 30 minutes of your time, he was actually offering some bonuses. I was like, if you give me 30 minutes of your time, I was actually asking. I wasn't demanding. Don't demand. They don't owe you anything. So yeah. I was actually asking them, yeah. hey, Spencer, if you give me like 30 minutes of your time, I'm going to buy a trilogy box set from you. That's great. So he actually reached back out to me and he was like, hey, man, here's the link. Book me up. I owe you this one. Let's do it. But he said one more thing. He said, don't buy the box set just because you had the intent of booking me up. I only already owe you that. So, because again, he's a seven figure affiliate marketer, 40 bucks, 50 bucks is almost like nothing for him to do. Yeah. So, yeah. but I was like, man, I already said that I'm a man of my words. I'm going to go and get the box set. I just went in and get the box set. I was like, because I want to make sure what I said, I should yeah. go and I deliver that of thing course. as well. Not just for the sake of it, just okay. go and do it. Absolutely. So I got Spencer on the show. He was my very first guest, but I pretty much messed up. That's crazy because when I got Spencer actually on the show, I was asking a ridiculous question. People don't understand one thing. The process of the interview you have, the 30 or 40 minutes or one hour you spend is the most crucial time. Mm -hmm. That is actually the time where people are going to build the relations with you, opens the door for you to build the relation with them. Otherwise, it's going to be super harder for you if that experience for them, it's not going to be good because these successful people obviously have landed on so many podcasts, so many interviews, what makes you different. Yeah. what makes their experience different to your show. So when I got Spencer on my show, I was like pretty much messed up. I was asking him a ridiculous question that, hey, Spencer, could you tell me like, is that backdrop made of wood or plastic? So I was asking like these crazy type of questions. And I was, uh, I remember I was in with Jim Beard uh, on his uh, show and yeah. he was like, dude, probably those people, uh, other people are also wondering as well. So you have asked that question, that's fine. But I was like, that wasn't the perfect time to ask Spencer that question. So yeah. I, I felt like I really messed that interview up because I didn't even knew how to really, you know, lead those people into the interviews, how to do the process of it. I didn't even knew anything of it. So then I started to do the next interview. My second interview was with actually with Akbar Sheikh. I got him. Then third interview, I booked up with Jim Edwards. But again, I got Facebook slap. I got out of the facebook actually wow. so you know been there done that and the first thing in traffic secrets is that you know santa snap storm is coming this is this, this i was like yeah. i can relate to it at the moment because i got it out so <laughs> i just went back i started to do a bit more interviews when i got around i believe Catherine jones uh, i started to understand my process what i'm doing how i'm doing and how it's actually working what is the thing that's actually working what's yeah. not there are some things that actually the audience was telling me that, hey improve it. I was like, okay, you are the people you're actually going to watch it. So sure. Why not? So I started to optimize that stuff. That interview went pretty good and it was awesome experience for me. And then the, I get boosted when I interviewed Steve on the show for the very first time, I was like out of the world. I started to understood that process that what I'm actually doing is particularly this way. And Steve actually loved that particular interview. And that is the only reason why he got on my interview again. And he yeah. said on the show itself that he don't get on shows second time too often. So yeah. that was huge for me as well, uh, being on the other side. And 
everyone is a kind of a fan of Steve because of one funnel away challenge. People follow Steve like crazy. So that thing was huge for me. But during that process, when I started to get consistent and started to get those people on the show, people were like, dude, you're doing stream 100. I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. So they came a point where when people are asking about Dream 100, they're mentioning me on the posts. I was yeah. like, okay, then now it's going crazy because yeah. here's the thing, you know, you already talked about like Chet Holmes and then Amanda Holmes, like leading the process and then Russell Brunson, then Dan Derrick. These are the people who are actually are all about Dream 100, what they actually mm-hmm. did for that concept. Yeah. So when I got into it and then I thought about, okay, let me teach it. So my intention was never to degrade them. It was never my intention. My yeah. intention was to narrow it down even further to show the people it's possible in this way as well. Absolutely. So, okay, this is a process. You can do it with interviews. Let me show you how to do it actually by doing it actually. So I don't want it to be a guru out there who's selling the course, selling a stuff that the thing that they haven't done it yet as well. Yeah. So I wanted to do it and then I wanted to teach it. So then I created a masterclass. I was like, hey man, let me show you guys how I have done that. Let's talk about it. And then I did my masterclass out there. And then I was consistently did 52 interviews, 52 weeks, which was, which was crazy for me out there. I was like, oh my God. And yeah. pretty much everyone was asking like, dude, so much consistency. There are so many things you have to do in that interview stuff, you know, doing an interview, making sure everything happens on time, repurposing yeah. of a content itself as well, and still be connected with those people. Because I, w- I don't want it to be just another person who is just into the space, just selling products, just selling courses. I don't want it, it to be like that. The common yeah. misconception that people have, they take relationship for granted. Mm. They mm-hmm. just don't build it. Yeah. They just don't build yeah. relation. They feel like making money is only the part. And they do it, but when actually something happens to their platform or something actually happens to them, they're out of business because nobody even knew them. They didn't have an audience. They didn't have any sort of those people out there that was actually helping them build a relation. Yeah. So yeah. instead of me like thinking about, okay, just selling, I was like, I have to build the relation with these influencers. I have to get through the door because it don't happen like that. You have to build your way into it. You know, Russell talks about like work your way in, buy your way in, yeah. but you have to build your way in uh, and people would love to have you in their tribe when you're trying to get into it. Yeah. If you're just uh, like, I got Josh uh, like a few interviews back. He did. He said one of the awesome things it was like, don't be a fan, be their peer, be their friend. So when you become their customer, the relationship between you and uh, your dream 100 and a customer is so much different yeah. than when you're thinking about as a friend. Yeah. So that, that really hit me at that point as well. But that is the fact. People take relationship for granted. Period. You know, that's the main thing. That uh, is the reason why there are some people who are actually connected with other people. Incredible. Uh, RJ, like mm. you go like a thousand miles per hour, by the way, like <laughs> you, you launch a show, you build relationships, you launch a masterclass. We tell you did it. You taught people how to do it. Like, wow. Like obviously incredible, right? Like how do you, how do you get that fire? Right. And we'll, we'll probably leave that question in just a second, but there's so much stuff that you, that you mentioned that I'm sure Fonsi has, has some add-ons in there, but you know, how, how do you get your first guest? Like you use that leverage, that relationship, right? Somebody that you admire for us was, you know, Steve Larson. Like that was like our first yeah. like official guest, like on, like on, on this market, we had a few people before, uh, you know, shout out to Pablo. He was our business partner at the very beginning of this. Yeah. And, and he came on first and then, you know, Steve came uh, and that was it. Like we were terrified, right? Like we launched our, 
or the intro that you saw today, like that, the whole flare and yeah. flow and you know, <laughs> the flare, the flare uh, <laughs> that was born out of Steve Larson's. Right. And that was like, that, that was really scary at the time. But just the fact that you created this whole experience, right. To develop that relationship, it aligns so much with what we've done with our show too. And that's literally the value, right? Like we, we've talked often about, cool. Hey, if everything goes, what is the last thing to go? Like worst case scenario, right? And we're like, the show will never go. Like the show will always go on. Doesn't matter because yep. it has been the vehicle on the door to those incredible relationships with people, you know, like yeah. such like you, Todd Brown, mm -hmm. Amanda Holmes, Steve Larson, right? Soon to be Russell Branson. Hopefully Russell, if you're watching this, you know, you're still have <laughs> the invite open. Uh, you know, Holy Flick, like incredible people around there that we've been mm -hmm. able to connect and become friends. And that's, that's a key, right? Like, because as you were mentioning this, I'm going, like we have, I have this tab open here with LinkedIn and we get like probably a few requests every single day. And as soon as I accept them, you get that message. Hey, by the way, are you looking for X, Y, Z? And I'm like, no, yeah. I am not looking for that. Why? Right. So yeah. it's, it, it's that it's like, that is the initial reaction. And, and it's like, okay, how do we navigate this relationship game? So I love the fact that you be, you were able to build that platform around that and executing and creating these incredible experiences, not only for your guests, but for your students, for the people that come into your world. So if you're listening, right, take this and, and see how you can apply it to either your business or your publishing, right? How are you going to make the experience better for your guest? How are you going to be different? What are the questions that you're doing it? By the way, if you have any any questions that you feel free to reach out to RJ, feel free to reach yep. out to us. We both have incredible resources on how to do it. Um, yeah, and, I, I mean, I, I love everything that you share about the Dream 100, especially the positioning, right? I mean, we often talk and we learn this from Steve, right, that every solution yeah. creates a follow-up problem mm. and you're taking advantage of that. You're like, okay, what is the follow-up problem that comes with knowing the dream 100? I'm going to focus on that and deliver value, right? And at the same time, that's probably helping to promote, right? Dana Derricks, Chet Holmes, all these people. So they want to bring you in as well and you start developing those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I absolutely love what you mentioned about kind of like the interview is the gateway to the relationship, and people don't understand that. Like, this is such a crucial moment right here for us to, you know, build more trust, build a friendship, right? I mean, obviously, depending on your style of interview, and we, we love cracking up jokes and, you know, uh, it, just having a, a good, intimate conversation with people that are viewing, right? And people that are listening yeah. right now. And it, it is something that delivers value for everybody. It delivers value for you. It delivers value. I mean, extremely much so much value for us and it, there is so much value hopefully for the audience as well right yeah. so it's it's something that it's a win-win-win situation now the other thing that that resonated is relationships take time to build and people yeah. need to understand that again going back to hacks and tactics and going back to immediate gratification i, I think we should have like uh one of those punching like <laughs> little that, that, M the, mma training things that says immediate gratification that says immediate <laughs> gratification <laughs> and we just like punch it uh but you know people want everything super quick right and yeah, we can get honestly, we can get most of things today super quick, right? You go on social media, dopamine, dopamine hits everywhere. You can buy things with one click of a button, right? In two days here in the US, you have your Amazon package at the door. So the, everything is so quick, but relationships don't work like that, right? I mean, there's you need to put the Absolutely. effort, right? Especially with people that 
you look up to, right? And Steve Larson talks about the levels of, of influence, right? I mean, if you want to develop a relationship with a level A influencer, it's going to take a lot of time, mm. right? If we want to build a relationship with Russell, it's going to take tons of time, tons of efforts, right? Tons of resources. And I'm, I'm not just talking about monetary resources, like your time, right? That you yeah. have to invest so in cool. there. And people just don't want to put in the work to do that, right? So, I mean, that is an advantage for those that do want to put in the work that want to build those relationships and be intentional about it. That's the other yeah, thing, right? Yeah. Not just like, oh, how how can I benefit from this relationship? Because if we go with that mindset, you're starting the relationship off with the wrong foot, right? For us is, who are the people we want to hang out with that we want to be friends with, right? Like how... What table can we build that we can sit sit the most incredible entrepreneurs in there that we can learn from? Because guess what? Once Absolutely. you have all those people in those tables, your level of success, all it's like by osmosis. You, you just go <laughs> yeah. up and you, you, you become more successful as well. Yeah. So, dude, thank you for, for sharing all that. And I'm curious, right? Like, I mean, you, you talk a little bit about the process on how you started with not having the right questions and then realizing like, wow, these are maybe the questions that I should be asking, but what other lessons have you learned from having this platform? I mean, you have over over 55 interviews now. So what have you learned through the process, not only from the entrepreneurs, but from yourself? What are those, yeah. sorry, those lessons that have come from, you know, inside of you? Yeah, absolutely. There, there's a lot of lessons. And before even diving into it, when, when we had an interview, like how we was able to build a relationship it was it was pretty good it was interactive interview but second thing we were kind of like uh, there were so many things out there was kind of like you know interacting on the same point like soccer we're talking about so many different things out there that we can relate to it with each other out there we could talk about it we can discuss it yeah so th th that pretty much plays a role so the biggest lesson that i really learned was that first of all relations is absolutely the key but it demands time you know it mm -hmm. really it demands time for even for someone even consider you as a friend. If you treat them as a friend, they kind of consider you. But if you are someone out there who are like like uh, Luis said that you know just reached out on DM and then like straight away pitching up, that's not how you actually build a relationship. Mm -hmm. And the second thing, most people consider everyone like a fan. Like oh my god, like respect is different between being a fanboy or fan girl. You know that's a complete different aspect of it. Absolutely. If you are literally respecting someone, like who don't respect Steve, who don't respect Marley, who don't respect Catherine or Russell Brunson, everyone does. But being like, oh my god, uh, being a fanboy, it's not gonna resonate on that uh, point itself. Yep. So I started to understand that a process. Uh, you know, when I did consistent interviews, I was like, no, I have to change my way how I'm actually interacting with those people even in the interview mm -hmm. post interview pre-interview like in every way i have yeah. to interact like i'm even though if i'm meeting with them for the first time i want to be their friend i don't want it to happen like that yeah yeah you mentioned about amanda like, oh my god you we saw like rj is also talking about dream 100 which is awesome like okay like how she got to know about that i told her first in the first place she can talk about herself that's it yeah but why so she was talking about that, even though I was in that live interacting with her, but she, she can't even like, it, it's up to her. 
you know, she can even go and be like, hey, you know, do you want her? It's my father. What she, he did, and that's it. But he actually said that stuff, which was awesome. Yeah. So you have to understand that you have to actually change the process of how you actually interacting with those people out there. Yeah. He like you're getting into their world as a friend with no intention in the initial start, and you're actually serving in the first place. Absolutely. Second thing, it's been more than one year since the show is in into the public out there, and. even though there were some people out there whom i haven't got the show uh, on the show yet they know me how it happened just because of the consistency of the show yeah. so so it it wouldn't happen in the ever past like i there's one more thing i want to talk about josh what he said he was like so good into it you actually can't relate people on a business level you can do it on a personal level mm. so you can't go with people like you can't go and be friend with russell on a business end he is making a ton of money and with a ton of experience you can't really compete with it but yeah. on a personal side as a human obviously you can engage with him so when he said that it li- literally blown me away i was like yeah. this is true and i'm i heard that thing in the past but right now again it's resonating me even more so you have to have to have that mindset to where people can you know kind of interact with you in that certain way so when i understood the process that even though i'm not talking with some people they probably don't know me but now they know me just because i did a show yeah. i did it consistently obviously yeah. when you're getting on so many profiles like so much consistently out there people going to interact because those people are following those people so there a lot of time it actually happens when i got some guest on the show and they're like rj you have interviewed so many of our friends i was like let me know who's left actually so <laughs> yeah that's what i actually say to them i was like let me know who's left let me know about it so it really helped me to have that friendly conversation and talking with them and interacting with them which i absolutely dreamed about because when i started i was watching these people who were not only making a lot of money but also making a lot of impact and i was like mm, oh yeah. my god i never thought about i'm going to be interacting with those people yeah. when they even go in and like my post i was like out of the world like oh my god they've liked my post i'm like best day uh, you know best day of the week or something yeah. like that or something something like that but it really transitioned where they actually following you Mm, so that thing happened only just because the interviews and the good experience of the interviews otherwise yeah. that wouldn't have happened and then i i was able to you know you talk about positioning i was able to position my interviews to sell my products my offers my things yeah my authority went above and beyond because me be in pakistani first of all me being in the here they can oh and they're interviewing these like multi 78 and possible or able to do it or we have some sort of like problems out there for really doing it i really don't want it to be like that way so that was the main thing that i had actually in my mind when i was even like doing the show and it really helped me out a lot it really helped me out to build that connections it helped me out on the revenue side it helped me out to grow myself because i was learning with those people who already have decades of experience into it in yeah. space regardless whatever they actually do yeah so it actually changed how i literally did my online business you know in, in just one year and i can't believe like how everything can change in a single year wow that's amazing that's amazing i i you drop so many golden boulders in there <laughs> right i mean My favorite one, I'm not going to lie, is that 
you gotta get in the friend zone, baby. Sometimes you know, <laughs> yeah. like you gotta get in the friend zone. Stop being the 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 fanboy, right? It's like, oh, like like you mentioned, it's great to obviously respect them, but at the end of the day, and this actually happens when you meet them in person, you're like, they're real people, man. They're like they are just yeah. like us. They have hobbies. They take action on on yeah. what they're doing, yeah. right? They just had more success at this point in life, but they are normal people, yeah. and they, they honestly they want those relationships too. And and I'm sure there's some people, yes, that of course they like having the followers and people that look up to them. It, it becomes a responsibility now because you're a public figure. You need to, you know, show value show these people what is the right way to go but at the same time they want to be seen as regular people and as friends they want yeah. like you mentioned that yeah. connection i i remember uh i'm, I'm going in my head through fanboy moments <laughs> and, uh, Todd, Todd Brown. well that was mostly you you're like mr todd right yes, like, uh, i'm like what like I what's call, up todd and uh i call know, him the whole podcast i was like mr todd mr todd uh i know that, that and uh you know he he didn't mention that he was gonna come back so we, yeah, we, yeah, we have to yes to, to, the the bright side like he, it was a great interview so he good. he so really good. liked it and it wasn't like i was fan, fanboying like mr dot can i get your autograph of course not i, I was just being respectful My, i mean he he's he's older yeah and i feel like i I'm, i'm always like i say mr to 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 older people out there. Our, our old uh venezuelan you know education oh, ca oh, yeah. came came way back you know our dad is from like this very you know catholic Con little conservative, town, conservative yeah. you know and he's like you gotta call everybody that's older than you you know mr. what mr right so that came out there but <laughs> I, i wasn't i wasn't throwing you under the bus i was actually thinking my fanboy yeah. moment and i remember fun hiking live last time um they, they had this section where it was all bunch of like open tables and you had like pen june Catherine jones like all this yeah. incredible like dan henry uh frank kern like everybody on these tables marley was there that's how we actually met marley for the yeah. first time and uh and i remember going out for a second and uh i've run into frank kern on my way to the bathroom no actually in the bathroom which was like so weird, right? Did you wow. take a selfie while you guys no, were in no. the toilet? No, oh my no, gosh. No, that was crazy. So <laughs> anyways, I go in the bathroom and I see like these, like, by the way, he's huge. Like he's a tall dude. Right. And I'm like, Whoa, and I'm five, seven. Right. So I'm like, this is crazy. Like, and then I, I didn't really notice that it was him. Right. So anyways, we, we do our thing. He comes out and then come on. I'm like, huh, that's Frank Hearn. Like, Oh, like, and if you don't know Frank Hearn, please go Google him. Like MVP. Right. Like, yeah. and he was a surprise oh, for the, OG of the yeah. industry, right? And he was there by surprise. Like nobody knew he was coming. His entrance was incredible. What he talked about was incredible. And I and I was like, yeah. oh, should I come up to him? By that by that time we didn't have the show. Like we didn't what we haven't even like thought about like starting content is profit. And I'm like, I I'm just gonna come up to him, right? And I'm like, hey, Mr. Frank, like going back to Fossey, right? Hey yeah. Mr. Frank, like nice to meet you. And that that's when we took the selfie. But it was it was such a like a, a, an impact, right? And at the same time, like He was like so nice. He was like, "Hey, what's up, man? How you doing?" You know, and uh, I was like, "Man, like what yeah. you do is incredible, right?" But total fanboy, right? Whenever yeah. you have your platform, right? By the way, Frank, you're always invited, so uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll probably be here in the show soon. Uh, but whenever we're in this platform, is like you said, right? It's it's a friendship, it's a relationship, it's an interaction of both parties, 
And, you know, to be fair, that has been one of the best feedbacks that we've gotten from the community, mm -hmm. right? They're like, I, we really enjoy your show and the guests too, right? We really enjoy it because it's real and interaction. And same experience happened with you, RJ. Like when we came onto your show, that was exactly what, what, what we witnessed, that it was a conversation. Was It was yeah. a peer-to-peer, -peer, like we're in different, you know, not only us, but like us with our guests, right? We're in different periods of our, you know, evolution as entrepreneurs, but at the yeah. same time, it's this incredible conversation that happens at the same level, right? And that's what's so beautiful about this platform and how we can create and develop those relationships, which at the end of the day is gonna help whatever venture business that you have. So for, for you listening, right? Like if you are thinking about going and, and creating something like this, please, please, please consider that as one of your main points whenever you start publishing, right? Put yourself at the same level, right? Have a conversation, right? And and the fanboying, like Fonzie is doing, Miss, you know, Mr. Todd and Luis, <laughs> like freaking out with Frank Karen, like don't don't do that on your show, right? So, yeah. um, and sometimes that might be a little bit of challenging to to do. Do you have like a mind trick where you're I, like? I, I think sorry before you ask that question. I think it comes down to confidence, yeah. right? To a point, it's like believe in yourself, man. Believe that you are at that yes. person's level that you can achieve that success, right? I mean, doesn't mean fake it till you make it, right? But have yeah. the confidence in yourself that you can achieve those levels of success one day. So then when you meet him in a conversation, you don't meet him as a, as a fan or just a business. Like you said, you meet him as a peer, as a friend, right? And honestly, that is our main goal when we have these conversations. Yes, we obviously want the value, the golden boulders to share with you, the artist, right? So you can learn more and so we can learn more as well, right? Yeah. And hopefully the guests can learn as well a, yeah. a, a few things here and there. Yeah. But the main, main goal is like, dude, we want to be friends with, with you, right? We want to be friends with the person on the other side. So why are we going to have an awkward conversation where we are, you know, where, where we hide our confidence? No, let's, let's go all out yeah. and build this relationship. Hey, RJ, as we wrap up the show, um, what is your number one action point, right? For, for those entrepreneurs that are thinking of making the leap, right, to, to maybe doing this full time, maybe, you know, uh, starting to publish, what is the one lesson that you want to share with them so they can, you know, get that momentum going, right? Like, uh, it's, it's maybe we call that a quick win, but it's really like the first win of many others, right? How can we get that momentum? I think there are two things that I want to add. First thing is taking imperfect action. You know, if you're coming up with an objection that, hey, for me, like I, I said that I'm not pretty, first objection. Second thing, English is not my first language. Mm -hmm. You're giving yourself an obje objection actually not to publish. Okay, that's the first thing. So you have to take imperfect action. Second thing you have to make sure is don't compare yourself with any other person. Mm -hmm. So if you're watching actually some people out there who are actually crushing with the show, actually crushing with their podcast, they have already done that. We already had the conversation in the past when you got on our show and you were talking about that. Hey, if some people are going to compare like with Gary Vee or like Mr. Beast, they are into the space for a decade, you know, yep. and they're publishing that way. So if you're actually coming up, that's not going to make any sense because they have people out there who are actually editing their content but talking about it. So if you're going to come with that particular way you're that you're coming up with these type of objections that you're comparing yourself, yeah. don't do it. And the third thing is you have to, uh, and that's a, one of the last and most important thing. Not everyone is your dream 100. If the people who are successful in the space doesn't mean that they are completely resonating what you actually want to do or what you actually want to achieve. They, they're not aligning with their goals. They're not aligning with your message. They're, they're not aligning with your ethics. So 
you have to filter that out and only that happened you know before i built a show i was kind mm-hmm. of a fanboy like everyone had but mm-hmm. when i started to do like more shows and like more people started to know me i started to unchoose some people out there and i was like these are the people whom i don't want to be on my show even though they're making like a billion dollars yeah they are yeah. into seven eight figure mark i was like i'm not gonna get them and i'm not gonna even interact with them because i don't feel like those persons values probably it's going to be good for them but those values are not something that is a fit for me yeah. they even interact with them mm. so you have to understand that not every person is kind of successful in their own world that's awesome that they did that but if they don't resonate with you don't go with them yeah. why follow every single person out there it's, it's super common like gurus you know with their lambos and <laughs> then they're like ah oh, you know and they are, some the people who actually love them are the people who want lambos like that way yeah but the people who don't they know that it takes time it takes hustle it takes uh sort of so many skills set in order to get to that particular point so they don't even like you know react on that lambo stuff because yeah. they don't like it so uh, that that's the main thing these are three things imperfectionism you know lo- take your perfect action consistency and like not everyone is your dream 100 yeah i i love the fact that you mentioned that about aligning core values right uh, i mean who you are with the person that you're bringing into your platform. That's just going to make the entire process way more easy and, and, and enjoyable, right? Uh, way more easy or easier? easier? I think it's easier, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's going to make the process easier and way more enjoyable. So yeah. that But, that is uh, yeah. so key right there. As you were saying that, like, uh, I would like to add a little secret, right, on how... For people that are trying to do this, right, uh, with a Dream 100 strategy or develop relationship on your show, one yeah. of the questions that that we often get asked is, how do we continue to g- get guests for every single week? Right, we do three live shows mm-hmm. a week. Right, we're about to hit wow. we're about to hit 200 episodes. Right, and it's like, oh my gosh, that it's like uh, that it's that that people are like that's that's crazy, right? How do we do this? Because you know there has to be like some kind of filtering with the guests and so on, and and we have a, a very simple answer on how you will never ever ever run out of guests, and how these guests will always 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 be part of that ethical like that 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 type of person that we really want for our show. You mm-hmm. you want to hear it? Yeah. You want to hear Fonzie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> after your interview, right, like our show is 100% referrals. Like for the from the people that come onto the show, there's always a question, right, RJ, we're going to ask you after the show, uh, of who we should bring into the show, right? And with that one question, we always get two or three names of people that resonate, you know, at a personal level with our guests, which is going to resonate at a personal level with us, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then it's... It's incredible because there's always going to be somebody out there to reach out, create a new relationship, and they're always going to be at that level of perfect guest, right? So uh, cool. that that has been something that changed everything because I don't know, without that one element, I don't think we would have been able to to hit as easily, and I say the easily with like, uh, you know, quotations here, <laughs> uh, you know, friction, frictionless, frictionless, yeah. um, you know, about to hit 200 episodes with, with the guest. So uh, th- I wow. think that, that to me made the whole difference and thank you for bringing it up because yeah. that's so important, right? People that resonate with us. Now, RJ, where, where will you be if you did not publish? Oh man, <laughs> I, I, I really don't think so. I would be anywhere actually, because the only way you, you, that here's the difference. If you're actually the only purpose you're doing is selling, selling is one of the most crucial part of your business. That's okay. But 
the only thing that you're doing is just selling you're gonna get run out of people to sell they're gonna come a time where people are gonna run out when you're actually selling it and there's a process of it and some people are gonna disagree to that as well uh, on some other points but when you're building an audience mm. it just goes away you know it's like increasing and increasing and increasing yeah. so if i haven't done in my show there wasn't any audience then then was there wasn't any connection then i was still a fanboy i was just dreaming about you know connecting with steve larson or other people who even like became the part of the book itself as well so th- that thing would never probably happen for me so when i think back and think about oh my god there were so many things that i've done within a year or so and then there was one person who really asked like dude you're 21 it's just been 3 years for you in the space and then you've done so many things out there and again huge shout out to you guys because i do weekly Thank shows you. you do it three times a week <laughs> like that is crazy <laughs> whenever whenever i think about like consistency i was like the big bros are doing it like three <laughs> times a week i'm still not doing like three times a week out there that, that is that is really a huge part of doing it and especially consistently because it's almost around Uh, one year since I'm watching you guys as well because the very first time I got connected with you was when you interviewed Catherine Jones. So that was the very yeah. first time I saw you, and then I was like trying to get into the world and this and that. So all of these things never happened then. Yeah, I never thought about like building a book. Never it would have happened. Yeah. Never it would have happened. Like Daniel Derek is going to reach out to me to let me know that I'm doing awesome Dream 100 thing. Never it would have happened that we be able to speak in. click for us platinum affiliate mastermind event alongside pen june and gabe shillinger and other awesome yeah. people so yeah if if i going to go back and think about it only revenue that's not going to do justice to it there's so much things apart from revenue as well so it comes with it we are here to make money absolutely it have money is a by product of the value you're providing it yeah. happens with that actually so with the content that i put it up people i don't need to preframe people out there because when they land on my profile and they see the people that I've actually interviewed they are preframed that's it i don't yeah. need to preframe those people so that happened by audience when you're actually selling and not building an audience you're going to run out of customers when you're building an audience it just grows yeah so you're never going to sell out of customers Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you so much with all the golden boulders that you, yeah. <laughs> as you were saying all this I'm like We should name the book Golden Boulders. <laughs> I just got to say that all that. Yeah. By the, the way, guys, get the domain. Yeah, so yeah. by the way, RJ, you know, you know, we we're talking this behind cameras, but RJ is the one that's going to help us like uh publish our the content's profit official book. Uh apparently I mean, Golden Boulders, that's probably going to be the name. <laughs> we'll Golden see. Boulders. It has to be approved, but uh yeah, we'll see what happens. Let us know in the in the comments. So let us know reach out to us. Is yeah. is that something that resonates? Absolutely. Uh, RJ, where can people find you? Where can people connect with you? And most important Importantly, where can people get their hands on decades in days? <laughs> Yo, so uh, I know the Biz Bros, Luis and Fonzie, gonna put up the link in the description, in the show notes, everyone down below. But here's the thing, guys: like, if you really want to learn from decades of experience of successful entrepreneurs on how to build yourself and your business online, you have to get the copy of the book. Yes, uh, like Luis and Fonzie already said that they are the part of the book, which is awesome. But not only that, any business market you actually thought about they are expert into this book if you talk about affiliate marketing there is a spencer makeham if you talk about offer creation steve larson if you're talking about building your audience like catherine jones into it if you talk about content marley jacks and the biz bros are into it on yeah. like their own side of it so there was a guy who actually asked me a question will a 10 million dollar per year person eligible for buying a copy of the book i said yes in one context not for every chapter but we have a chapter uh, with dave woodward yeah. he's a ceo of clickfunnels he knows how to handle 
hundred million dollar per year company. He knows systems more. He knows the processes more. Yeah. You know that thing more. He can obviously people can learn about that from a ten million dollar per year perspective. There are other people who are multi eight figures who are probably doing some things that those people are actually stuck on. Yeah. So when they understand those process, uh, they're like everything is into it. Like it's like you you're thinking about like content. You know your chapter, how to create an offer, how to create a six figure coaching program. Yeah. Like how to monetize your podcast, how to do power of custom boxes, power of outsourcing, how to become one week author. Like every freaking thing that you can actually go and think about, it is into it. Yeah. So if you actually want to spend less time and more. you consume it more and then go and implement it that's the only reason why i'm actually reading the book every single day for 30 days because i'm not actually reading it i'm explaining it how you actually use it in your business so that that's the thing i'm actually really doing so the link is going to be show notes in the comment section everything down below be sure to read the biz bros chapters out there it is <laughs> awesome the page 97 baby page 97 baby yeah, <laughs> yeah page 97 <laughs> yeah 97 uh dude rj thank you so much and and like i said we're going to leave all the links right below you got to do scroll uh, down yeah. and, and get it uh it, it's so valuable guys it's so valuable it's going to move you forward uh we're sharing with with rj earlier that one of the books that that changed our, our curse was something similar to that and i am so excited that he brought this to market and uh yeah go get it you're not going to regret it anything else you want to add rj before we head out yes guys please don't don't compare just keep on doing it sometimes you're doing some things out there that actually most people aren't doing it when you're doing it you're actually dominating that market out there i recently learned that and i it really proved that fact out there when you're doing something it really dominate the market when not many people are actually doing it so just go and do it whatever you want to do and don't be afraid to be the very first person to actually do it yeah oh so Love good it. Fancy anything you want to add? Man, I'm just happy that you came over to Content is Profit to share your wisdom over, man. with everybody. <laughs> I appreciate you so much, man, and I I wish so much success on Decades in Days. I know you're going to have so much success with this book yeah. and people getting it and, you know, dream 100ing even more successful entrepreneurs. So, man, thank you so much, RJ. Yeah. Thank with you so much, man. Truly an honor. With that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show on your favorite platform and on social media at Biz Bros Co. That is right. And if RJ blew your mind and you are extremely motivated to take action, please don't forget to share this episode because you can do the same for somebody else. And don't forget to leave a five star review. Bye, guys. See ya.